History with Andre Hesham. All right, so this is uh, this is the Roof is on Fire, the podcast about shitty living situations. Uh, I'm Andre Hashem. I, my food uh, got left out and spoiled. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm Michael Johnson, and I use a, a spirit box every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> just to talk to the spirits. It's you not a radio. Out. You got to find out. It's not a radio. It's definitely not. Just keep fucking with it. <laughs> And this is uh, this is our uh, our guest uh, Winslow Dumain. Uh, I'm Winslow Dumain, and I, I have a lot of dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of bones, a lot of a lot of rotten things in my apartment. Are they Jeffrey Dahmer esque? I mean, but it's organized. Uh, yeah, like well, in the furniture, too. or I mean, no, that's Ed Gein. Oh, that's, that's Ed right. Gein, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Like Ed Gein, that's the thing. Is is if you're a serial killer and you're at least you're organized, I feel like you get away with a lot more shit. Yeah, they definitely. just get they just get bold because it's an addiction to the stimulus, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so they they kind of get messy. But if you can just control yourself and just do a little bit, <laughs> you can get a lot more horrifying shit done. <laughs> yeah, you know no, I mean? definitely. Believe I feel, me. I feel like those are those have to be juxtaposed though, right? Like as if you could control yourself, you wouldn't be a serial killer. Like it, no, that's not know. necessarily no, true at all. You would be a moderate serial killer. There like, are for sure. it's it's called the berserk phase where they yeah. like lose their shit and then just go like on a rampage. But up until that point, you could be like an everyday guy. Cause you got to think that serial killers don't kill every person that they meet. Right. Yeah. So that they have the control to say, well, it would be insane for me to kill, say me to kill you guys because we have, uh, there's a lot of paper trail. Like the, of course I'm the only person here with you right now. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Um, Someone but it, may have seen you come into the building. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's like it's like in prison where you're waiting for that exact perfect moment. And it mm-hmm. might take four fucking years of you just sitting there waiting, but if, if you do it right, you do it right. Mm. That's yeah. not necessarily personal experience. Anyways, I got a lot of animals in jars. <laughs> Play the intro music. I don't know. <laughs> That's have you post. gotten uh, intro, intro music? Well, again? I was going to do The Roof is on Fire. Oh, Should we the do song? That? Yeah. Do we have the rights to that? Yeah. No. Where did you? You're just gonna do it? Yeah. You could just read acapella. I was. I was thinking about covering it. Yeah. Oh, like, like a really like, soulful cover. <laughs> like, the roof. The roof, be, the roof. The roof. Yeah. Just on do, fire. Do, yeah. Do the white guy Ooh. acoustic version of a rap oh, song, God. but of of fire water burn. Oh, it's atrocious. <laughs> Yeah, the what was that the the boys in the hood the acoustic version of boys in the oh, hood yeah. I did I do want to punch myself repeatedly because I there, loving that there was there was like a week where I really wanted I no, and I was honest. learning that song you're gonna lie in front of your guest right now it was like five months no 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 banging that <laughs> it's yeah to this day no I still there's yeah. still a part of me inside that wishes Boy. that I had the mm-hmm. self acceptance. To just admit that I still love that song, mm-hmm. the acoustic it's, version. You know, there's a lot of horrible things that that the white race has done. <laughs> um, I'm fuck. I mean, we could start, but I I think that what you're saying with the acoustic versions of rap songs that is a catastrophe. Like that's a, an <laughs> ongoing thing that that must be fucking stopped. It's the because, Holocaust that keeps giving. And you know, like we we have different levels of complicity in it because I will fully admit that in like four years ago when hamburger helper released a rap album, (laughs) I listened to that shit like 
just in my free time. Not even for a meme. I'm like, this is just good. It's really good. It's a, it's a fun rap album. What the fuck am I doing? Uh, God damn it. Yeah. Stovetop beef singing uh, songs. This is a real thing? I yeah. don't know anything about this. Yeah, it's like an April Fool's thing. Hamburger Helper dropped uh, like a five song EP that I don't, they just pick, I don't know who they picked for it, but it's like fully produced, really well done. And like, it's just, it's totally like it's Will Smith rap. You know what mm -hmm, I mean? So yeah. it's completely clean, but uh, it's still done in that kind of uh, really aggressive style. I don't know shit about <laughs> rap, but it just sounded fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> like my, my, my like list. French rap where it's like, I can't understand oh, the yeah. lyrics, but it sounds, it's a good beat. Sounds like they're having a good time. Yeah. I, lo I love foreign rap. I love, I really love foreign metal. You know mm, what I mean? Because yeah. I just love hearing how they they take the the weird structures of their own yeah. language and make them as crunchy and as aggressive as we do yeah. in metal. Mayhem could be the best like metal of all time. Mm -hmm. Like honestly, like, no, they're pretty great. I'm all about that. Shit. I don't know. In fact, oh no, I'm, I, yesterday <laughs> that would have been nuts. Yesterday I'm wearing the Dawn of the Blackheart shirt with dead oh, corpse on it and everything. Yeah, I'm not here to make friends, <laughs> but I'm just wearing my shirt that I got in Chernobyl. But yeah. well, you know. Is it safe to be around that shirt? Am I? I brought home a I'm lot. Get of, cancer anyways, I got, but I brought home a lot of stuff. I snuck out of Chernobyl. Uh, <laughs> I really like that's. I mean, if we're gonna talk about shitty things I've done in my apartment, I've got a lot of art on my walls that are from Pripyat like, and from Chernobyl. <laughs> like so. just from abandoned houses that yes. you can go. You just take the art off the walls. I mean, not like that. It was like this. It was like a heap of rotting books, <laughs> and there was one. That I was able to to get out and just take a sheet from it, okay. and it's, it's a picture of Lenin. Um, and so I just framed that as its own. Really, yeah. you you just found a heap of books and you pulled a page out and it just happened to have a picture of Lenin. No, I mean I looked for the picture of oh, Lenin. Oh, does yeah. every book That's have so a picture cool. of Lenin uh, in it? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, yeah. I, I realized that when I was talking. I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, they definitely all have Lenin. Yeah, <laughs> every other page has Lenin. Yeah. No, there, there's huge like posters of all the old leaders and stuff like that. Cause it was a, after the um, after the the fall of the Soviet Union, all of Ukraine and of course all the other uh, satellite nations were decommunized and de-Leninized, mm -hmm. except for um, except for Chernobyl. And so there's the the last two remaining statues of Lenin are in uh, Chernobyl and Chernobyl Two. Wow, uh, and that's in all of Ukraine. There, there's a Chernobyl Two. Chernobyl is the name of the town. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? And so then they built the power plant, named it after the town, and then they had to build a second city just for the people that live and work in the power plant, and that one is called Chernobyl 2. Okay. And so that's Chernobyl 2 is the one that's actually still occupied. That was far enough away from the... It's, or I they mean, just they don't care it's still <laughs> about the work. It's They're still like, contaminated. They've got a huge overground uh, water pipe that comes in. And it's, <laughs> it's just the thing where it's like... You know how you, you, you pick up a thing of shampoo and it it's says It's surrounded like, in lead. Why are you laughing? It's, it's safe. <laughs> yeah, and it's all just like unfurling, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what do you call it, insulation foam and shit. <laughs> yeah. but it's like, it's the same thing where when you pick up like a, covered in uh, uh, yeah. a bottle of shampoo in America and it says, California thinks that this causes cancer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like in, in Ukraine yeah. and in Russia, it's like they have huge open pit mines of asbestos. There's, there's a city called Asbest. Mm -hmm. And they mine like a huge fraction of the the world's asbestos, and the guys there are just like, I feel fine, and they they have That's nothing. A Sixteen year old. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> looks like he's forty two. Exactly. Um, 
it, it's that's insane. There's, there's something to be said about they're mine asbestos. Sorry to interrupt. Oh yeah, yeah they still no, do it. They still do it in Canada too. And they rolled back the restrictions on him importing asbestos in the United States once Trump took off, took office. That was one of the first things he did. Oh yeah, one yeah, all the EPA did. Yeah, when he put Rick, what was it Rick Perry in charge of it? I thought you were gonna like, say Rick Flair. Rick Flair. <laughs> yeah, he Woo! might as well have put Rick Flair in charge yeah. of the. Do you like asbestos? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> okay. And what we asked. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the of wearing that tank top, but it's still got a tie. <laughs> it's all ripped the fuck out. It's like uh, still got to look presentable. But got the robe. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Back to Chernobyl, I guess. Yeah. Back to asbestos. Yeah. Back to asbestos. <laughs> Mining asbestos. Uh, but yeah, no. There's it's there's this whole denial of uh, what makes people sick out there. So because they're they're we have agencies that on paper keep each other in track you know what i mean yeah or, or, or in check and so um out there like in china they're they're not gonna have um uh, an osha they're not gonna mm-hmm. have anybody that says no we we have to slow down this particular kind of mining of this horrible chemical because then people will lose money and literally the only thing they care about is growth you know yeah. what i mean well so. yeah that's like they're the kind of They'd have to come up with a different industry entirely, mm-hmm. right? That's, For sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, uh, I forget which kind of, like, dangerous metal. I think it's mercury. is like, heavily mined in China because LED bulbs have mercury in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, the EU is pretty much like, yeah, you got to open up those mercury mines because we need fucking LEDs, but we can't do it here, but you can do it. Yeah, and it's like, For sure. Yeah. And then and then get mad at them. They're like, ah, they're polluting and Those stuff like Chinese that. Those Chinese are crazy Those, over there. They're polluting. Yeah. Why aren't you obeying all these laws? But, oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you got to keep it up. Any more nickel? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That's, see, once I came back from uh, Chernobyl, I was thinking of all the other places I wanted to go to because it was so much fun to go to, like, this, like, really desolated, like, chemical waste town, basically. Mm-hmm. And, um, you were thinking Hiroshima. <laughs> Not Hiroshima, because Hiroshima's pretty much taken care of. Fukushima, oh, really? I do want to go to Fukushima, but I, what I w- really want to go to, there's um, Norilsk, is a nickel mining town that's the furthest north town in the world. And it's it's like there's zero tourism. It's <laughs> the one of the most polluted places in the world. And if you just look up pictures of it, it is a fucking blasted wasteland. It, Where is this place at? It's in like it's it, you literally used to be a silver mine gulag. Okay. Oh, it's in Russia. Okay. After the de, like the decommunization, oh they just Frozen. made it into and it's just like it's average temperature is negative fifty. Ah, not anymore. <laughs> and I'm just like I kind of have to go because like Vice did a, a video of this these guys that like like went there to see what's going on and again there's like. There's no shops. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Wait, but people still live there? Yeah, for sure. For why? Mining, nickel. Mining, oh, nickel, mining okay, silver. What yeah. don't you get about them? Yeah. <laughs> Need that well, I was still su- stuck on the gulag. Sweet, sweet nickel. And then I was like, well, those are over, I don't think right? They have, yeah, I don't think they have gulags anymore. I mean, they have gulags, but they're not called gulags. Oh. You know, we have gulags. No, they just yeah. sneak yeah. some mercury into your tea or whatever it is yeah. now. Or palladium. Yeah, <laughs> but no, the, I, I've read some of these books. Um, uh, Svetlana Alexievich writes uh, stuff about um, like really incredible, significant points in um, Russian history. Mm-hmm. And, and one of them was she was talking about how because like these these gulags were so far in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah. that 
they not just operated as their own towns, but like, because you're not going to hear from the government for, you know, months on end. <laughs> and so, like, people would just, like, you know, they'd be digging, like, the mining, and then they would, like, take a little bit of the silver, or take a little bit of the gunpowder, rather, and they would, like, make their own guns, take over, and then they would, as groups, just defect, and then they would march through the fucking Siberian wastes into China, and then they would see other Chinese, like, slave laborers marching out of China, <laughs> and they would meet in the middle. It's like that Far Side cartoon where there's the guy, like, crawling through the desert, and he sees a camel crawling through the desert, too, and he's like, oh, this is not yeah. a good sign. Like, <laughs> this is fucked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, yeah, so, uh, you know, Chernobyl. Oh shit! Oh man! And yeah, that's just. But speaking of shitty living situations, yeah, exactly. Fuck. Oh man, I've I when I heard about this podcast, I was thinking like I um, I don't I haven't had many bad roommates. I had a early early roommate who was uh, kind of a dope fiend and uh, stole some stuff like heroin. Yeah. And that's like whatever, you know. I mean, you, that's it's a disease, and it's, yeah, it's a just sickness. gonna happen. Yeah, and it's something that's like you know, once you get them taken care of, and once you get them like help, then they're fine. There's just it's not like there's a a problem in their soul that that uh, makes them do that. It's the fact that they're addicted to a substance. Yeah. Um, but I moved out here um, with a like all of the roommates I've had have been like good people. And I'm just, I'm not an asshole. I just really miss having a backyard. Because <laughs> I, I moved here from, from Omaha, right? Mm-hmm. And so I ha- would have all this room where I could do, you know, my morbid experiments and shit like that. Um, Elaborate. And, okay. Well, I mean, I grew up uh, in the rust belt of the country. And so I grew up being able to, like, uh, go into my backyard and uh, like literally like fucking uh, right down uh, my backyard. You just you walk out. I had all these big um, Russian wolfhounds, right? We had like uh, just a whole fucking fleet of Russian wolfhounds, great big dogs. And uh, you go out the backyard, a great big yard, and then you go down this really uh, nasty jagged hill. And then there's this barbed wired fence, and we would find a way to get through that, uh, not admitting to a felony crime. Um, and then from there, we could just go into the sewers. And like into the sewers, the rain sewers that connected all through through uh, in, in Omaha, and so all of the crap that would go down into the to the rain gutters would just wash into there. So we'd find like, you know, people's dead pets and shit like that. But we'd also find like police belts and guns and all sorts of shit. What? I don't yeah. know, I don't know how any of this shit washed down there, but we just would find like telephones and you know light bulbs and all the shit that would just all the trash. Mm-hmm. They would just wash down there. And so we'd go down there and, like, make bombs and shit and, and, and <laughs> make all sorts of weird chemical concoctions and all that stuff. Um, but being able to have a backyard means that I could, like, uh, I have all the like the skulls and stuff that I'd find when I go into the woods. Because my mom is, is a morbid-ish person, right? Um, morbid adjacent? Yeah. Because she's, like, a horse girl, farm girl type. Oh, okay. And so the, when, you, when you're like that, you have, like, skulls in your vicinity. I, mm-hmm. I'm... At 28, I'm realizing that <laughs> there's a lot of people who don't have bones in their house. <laughs> yeah. I have so many. And it to me, it's perfectly normal. Right? Yeah, no, I get it. I have a few bones here. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, if you're into any kind of occult weirdness, mm-hmm. even just kind of like an artistic thing, you're going to end up with 
a reference thing that's a skull or something like or just like yeah southerners and country people southerners like and just country have exactly anyone who that. grew up on rural areas yeah. exactly like even that. a farm or anything yeah you know. and so uh it started with my mom finding like deer skulls out in the mm-hmm. forest and we would take them back and i just got together i have so so many of them that i'm like well i'll take my some of the the off like the ones that are not aesthetically perfect and i'll do something fun with them so i just uh this is one of the, the last experiments that I, I did before I moved out here um, was I, I, I got a big food processor out and I got a big, huge bag of rock salt and I blitzed up all the rock salt to a fine powder. And then I used every burner on the stove to boil as much water as I could. Mm-hmm. And I mixed as much salt into it as I could until it was completely like a perfect saline solution. And I have a big tub and uh, I would fill it with this boiling uh, salt water, and then I'd suspend by a string the skull into the water, and then I would fill it with food coloring and, and like fabric dye, right? And so then when you come out, uh, like literally like a year later of letting this stuff uh, crystallize, you'd have a skull, like a, a nine-point deer antler skull that's completely covered in these rocky uh, like multicolored crystals. Oh wow! And it looks really cool. Like rock candy covering exactly, yeah. a deer skull. Yeah, yeah. That but is, don't lick it. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's well, salt. It's a salt lick. <laughs> Give it to your pony. Um, yeah. And so now what I have um, is I, I just got all the other morbid stuff, um, but like you know, skulls and shit. Yeah, you know, but so yeah, you, but you came up here and then you didn't have a backyard or anything like that to no, do. No, yeah, but it, you still wanted to do experiments. So you, now you have so a living you room. Then inside, so I have to kind of yeah <laughs> pull back on like the the noxious chemical stuff. Yeah, um, so <laughs> yeah. I've got a whole like garden that smells very nice, mm. but I also make a lot of like medical collages, and so I have like uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of these old like. Uh, one and two hundred year old medical books that I would uh, chop all the pictures out and I'd arrange them and, and sell those things as collages. Um, and so for a long time, because I moved here with um, uh, a nice young uh, Christian uh, in, uh, improv guy. Uh, oh. he's, he's a very nice guy. Nothing, nothing at all wrong with him. Um, yeah. I'm not naming him because I don't know if he likes me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I moved here and um, he was just he just wanted to mind his own business and live his own life and i'm just like well i'm i'm here to be an artist and so mm-hmm. i uh you know the my side of the living room uh which is an increasing uh the what i think of as my side of the living room mm-hmm. i am kind of like israel in the sense that i am forever <laughs> expanding and pushing other people out of their uh you know their, their so it's not like a blitzkrieg but it's like yeah. a subtle it's, it's a slow war of attrition um, <laughs> uh I have a very strong stomach for medical horror. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gore. so, yeah. And so my <laughs> fucking, <laughs> my uh, collection and my, because, you know, when you're doing collage work, you need to have this uh, really comprehensive knowledge of like, like 1,500 different photos. So that, because you're putting together like, basically like a liquid jigsaw puzzle, right? And so I would have, like just tables of tables and tables and then like tiers and then like uh, multiple levels of styrofoam on it. And all of it is just covered in fucking gore. Just <laughs> horrifying. Like just shit that, oh, fuck. Like really bad. Um, yeah. 
And uh, one of them actually I'm just gonna... inside out people. Oh, just in, <laughs> like like medical anomalies and just like people getting their eyeballs like fucking like dissected. And oh shit, because that's real fucking gross. Real gross. In fact, where's my fucking phone? Yeah, um, like if if you ever looked at my fucking internet history, it'd be like. <laughs> um, skydivers parachutes that don't didn't go out. Oh, it's yeah. like, and it's like, why is he looking at this? Why did he look yeah. at it for so long? They bounced, by the way. That's oh, yeah, no, <laughs> they, they squat. Yeah. Oh, I saw one that bounced. <laughs> they one don't, lady. They don't always do that. No. Oh. <laughs> A lot of times they just pancake. Well, now I'm gonna have that in my history because <laughs> now you gotta look at it. I, like well, motorcycle accidents. Yeah. That yeah, just fucking. There's a few of them where they just like turn like powder. A, well, not even that. Like it, the the gorier ones are the ones that where they hit like a pole. Yeah, they going like fifty miles per hour or a hundred miles, and they just they're now they're two three people. Ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> just just meat. Yeah, yeah. I um, I'll, I'll have to find it somewhere. But uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a picture of a, a boy. Like a, it's it's a it's a line etching right of this uh this, like a seven year old boy who with an eye. An eyeball that is the size of a fucking grapefruit. Oh my god! And it, what's amazing is like this one eye. It's so <laughs> big and yeah. so infected that it looks uh, like you. You know when you look at a horse mm-hmm. and you can tell that there's just nothing going on. You know uh, that there's like when you look into the, these <laughs> eyes that there's uh, kind of. Dull, uncomprehending eyes. Yeah, I think um, that's the most accurate depiction of a horse I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, here we go. Here it is. Here it is. Um, and then the other eye has like the artist that did this etching thought to give it a tiny little white dot that gives it a little bit of a twinkle, like a glow. Oh. And so what you see is just this like utterly shattered, mm-hmm. mutilated part of the boy. And then the other eye uh, is is very. It's actually now that I look at it, is it's very clearly a toddler, but. Yeah. Uh, I desperately want to get this tattooed oh. because I've had this on my wall for fucking forever. And it, it yeah. just, it there's means... almost a gleam in his one eye. Yeah, I know. It, there's something to it. That it's I like just... a frog's eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the other one just, it looks like um, like a, a, a burger with too much bun. <laughs> <laughs> I um, hate those. Yeah, that ain't good. That's, That's not. You paid for the meat. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I mean,. So that, that 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 morbid stuff kind of extends to a lot of other. So did he freak out at the morbid stuff? Did or was was like there any? He, yeah, that roommate, that first roommate, conversation had never freaked out at anything because he's he just kind of took it all in stride. But I could tell that it was starting to chip away at him. Um, <laughs> well, he's a Christian from Nebraska. He's a Christian from Nebraska, but he was like he was I. This is always funny because people get bugged when I say this. It's like he was a Christian, but he wasn't a bad man. I just meant that he's a little bit more, uh, you know, yeah, a little bit uh, he's, thinner he's, skin or not like a live, laugh, love kind of guy. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, um, I'm not in the. I'm, I didn't. I'm not existing to look at stuff like this. Yeah. So I, he's, he like even he could even comprehend that was like I don't get it it's art but that's him like it was he like that kind of like I'll accept him like I'm yeah. not gonna judge he's not yeah, a serial too, killer that's I don't art. think he judged me I don't think he was, he was <laughs> no. like that um, we maybe kind of remind me of Henry Lee Lucas though if we're talking about serial killers I, you know I'm not a hundred percent I know Henry Lee Lucas because I know Sarah Lee Lucas <laughs> uh, which was because you know Marilyn Manson 
for a long time, if you yeah. were in his band, you'd take you a beloved take... pop culture figure and a hated person. And so he picked Sara Lee from the Sara Lee Bread <laughs> Company and Henry Lee and Lucas. Henry Lee <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's the funniest fucking thing. And Gidget Gain, which mm-hmm. is in the first band. So it was Ed Gain, but it's also yeah. Gidget the, from the animated. The nun thing or whatever? No, it's it's, it's the mouse, uh, the chipmunk oh. thing from, I can't remember what movie that is. Wait, what was a, it again? Gidget? Name is Gidget. Oh, Gidget? I have no idea. Yeah. This I just like know that he got the best one. Marilyn, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe Manson, and, yeah. and Charles Manson. Like. Yeah. And, and Shirley Manson. Um, <laughs> the hated, hated Shirley Manson. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I think, um, yeah, cause I, after that roommate, I had, um, I had two other roommates that were in, um, and they, they kind of got a raw deal cause they were in a smaller room. Um, and they were only there for a little bit while they were trying to find another place to live. And I don't think they, they enjoyed my company too much because I, I'm working constantly. I've got people coming over because I'm mm-hmm. doing a million different things. And now their room is completely what, – what was their room is now completely filled, filled with my inventory <laughs> of all of the shit, the morbid goth shit that I saw online. Because you're Israel. And you, yeah, because I'm Israel and I've just taken over. No, they're gone. They're, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um <laughs> But now I live with another comedian, Derek Moulds. He's fine. No problem with that dude at all. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, he, I feel like weird kind of situation, like the things that you and I are pretty much into are like, they're yeah. a little bit more okay with comedians. Like, yeah, at least. Or stand-up like, comics. Yeah, tangentially familiar with the idea of it. Yeah, and like, like morbid they, curiosity. And, yeah. I mean, if, if I was just living with like some 30-year-old fucking accountant, you know, it'd be like, fuck? what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, I'm not here to watch sports well it is like no i do think like in 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 the comedy community just like the only time like wow what's the 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 guy he was like a a public official who committed suicide on camera yeah and like Uh, it was a florida governor or nice shooting bud bud dwyer yeah bud dwyer yes um but like it was the first time like anything like that where i'd I'd like seen that and where i like in a group of comics where like i was like, dude, you have to see this. this is crazy, and they were they actually were like excited. And they're like, yeah, let me see it, and then you mm-hmm. joke about it. But like any anyone else, like, why would you ever want me to see that? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's there's it's like a the uh, it's there's it's, no humor there. <laughs> it's funny because that's like I have I a lot of my friends are goth and morbid and really extreme, like leftists and and strange interests and all that stuff. And so it's wild because like I have a new boss at work. And my old boss, like it, you know, it's a whole fucking management system there. But um, my other boss is still there, and um, I was explaining to my other boss that I, yeah, I just bought a kid's coffin uh, <laughs> for like two hundred bucks. I got a great deal on a kid's coffin. Don't know what I'm gonna do with it. And my old boss some was kids in it. Yeah, I fucking do whatever the fuck I need to. Um, it's my coffin. You know what I mean? No, no government bureaucrat's going to tell me what to do with my co- um, Exactly. I hope yeah. this is an HR company. That is, yeah. like, this is, it's like, a coffin company. Like, yeah. this is just, it's freaking out. This, like, I, I can't envision you, like, actually taking orders from a boss. So I was actually surprised to hear that you I'm not work good in a at corporate structure. I'll tell you that. Um, so, anyways, the child coffin. But my, my first boss was like, that's hilarious. I can't believe you bought that. That's so cool. And the other boss, like, you just, it's not like a surprise or a shock, but you just see kind of like that that expression where, like, 
at first they're shocked and then their faces kind of softens and they kind of go cold and they're like, oh, okay. And like there's there's just kind of this quiet fear and in non-comprehension of what the fuck I just showed them. It's just a picture of me holding a kid's coffin and I've got an enormous scythe on my wall <laughs> and I've got like skulls hanging on my wall and shit. And uh, she's just like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, you... I am your subordinate. You have to work with me now. So, the you fucking just, like, terrified to give you orders after that. Like Jesus. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> you just see her eyes like turn into like horse eyes. I know. She she tells me what to do, and then the, <laughs> the, the monkey paw just recoils one finger. You know. Um, no, I, I. It's kind of funny that like, I I'm I'm a, for being as morbid as I am. I'm very. Mm-hmm very friendly like i really want to talk and get to know people and stuff like that um and so i i make the mistake of trying to be friends with everybody i mean like I'm, my landlord's cool as much as you know i'm a leftist and i don't think he should exist but he's still cool um he's a fine guy he just made a weird financial decision where he wants to you know people to pay him so that they can stay alive um mm-hmm. and same thing with like my bosses where they're like they're cool and they'll will Sometimes we'll talk outside of work, which is weird, and it shouldn't be like that. And so I, I kind of like have to um, pull away a little bit from that relationship so that I don't, because um, I'm, I'm very fragile in that sense of like if we're just palling around and being cool and then they have to be disciplinary or authoritative and mean yeah. something that I fucked up at work, I feel like my friend is yelling at me. Yeah. And that's not yeah. a good way to live. And so for a while, I just had to pull away from that relationship. But um, my boss did buy from me one of the things that I sell on my website, which I have a um, a, a insulated thermos that's all black, and it just on the front just says cremated remains. So it looks like you're drinking <laughs> from an urn, right? <laughs> uh, and she bought that because she thought it was very, very funny. Um, and so I'm designing a new one because I thought I had no idea if, if people would buy it. And I asked on Facebook, would you buy something like this? And instantly everybody said, yes, one. So I would absolutely buy a, uh, a water bottle that just says come on it. And so, uh, I have an order of 100 of these custom made bottles coming in and, uh, I they're showed, coming in all right. Yeah, they're coming in. They're, they're jugs. Um, got a special treat in there for you. Yeah, exactly. Just a, a healthy dollop. Um, and so I, I, I after um, working with my boss and we were very, very busy and everything was very, very tense and people were being kind of snippy with each other, I just found a, a little a lull in the day and I walked over. I'm like, hey, so I'm making this new thing. You know, I, I know that you have one of this. I was thinking of making it a little bit bigger. And also, here's the design. And she, she just saw it and you just see this whole thing of like, God damn it, but also that's hilarious. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a cool place to live um, or to, to work or they, at least they You are. live there? Uh, you know, sometimes I, I thought, yeah. yeah, I spend you, a lot of time there. But, um, you sleep on your desk. <laughs> I I do have a secret place where I sleep at work. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, because uh, if I'm if I'm tired and I I can just go and take my break and I, there's a, a stairwell that nobody uses and I'll just go up there <laughs> and I'll just you hang upside down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, or I'll just go up there and, and do crunches and, and listen to new metal. Nice. <laughs> Crunches and pull-ups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine who was homeless, he was living in his uh in his fucking work for like 6 months. Like, yeah. You can do it. Yeah, well, you can easily it. hide yeah. hide yeah. away, but yeah. That was one of the first when I started my current job. Uh it was one of the first things I started kind of scouting was like 
If, <laughs> <laughs> so and I, it, it's nice actually. Like there's this back hallway that no one really ever uses, and it's sort of blocked off. But it's also part of the building, so it's heated. They have a futon back there already, and I was like, "You're just asking me." Oh man, <laughs> it's really their fault. Yeah, like, they were wearing the and they, skirt. It's, they've got a fridge full of snacks. Were they got a fridge back there? <laughs> yeah, well, not there. Somebody just in was the living. Office. Somebody was living back. Not there. back there. Just in the office. They have a like, fridge. No, full just of bring snacks. your own fucking fridge. Fuck it. <laughs> there has to. I'm sure at some point I'm gonna go with like a sleeping bag, and then someone will be. All yeah. like getting with their like little nightlight and everything, getting ready and be I'm like, oh shit, okay, that's why your boss lives back there. Yeah. <laughs> boss is not doing as well as you thought he was. Yeah, yeah, it's Killing all a facade. It. <laughs> yeah. What's fucked up is that we have a new building. Um, we're working. It's very, it's a very beautiful building. It's all also like very uh, defunct in many ways. Like there's a lot of the the bathrooms don't work and the ceiling leaks and shit like that. Um. But from the break room, <laughs> this beautiful, like, all glass building, you can look out into the river. There's, like, uh, you can see all sorts of birds. There's a crane down there, like uh, the bird crane. Oh, I was um, <laughs> in Chicago? You, I say that yeah, jokingly. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very incredible because you can just see this enormous bird just kind of walking around, perching and, and picking at the water. Damn, that's like that. it's very crazy. Cool. And it's the same one all the time? I mean, as far as you can tell. I mean, we're not on first name basis. Fuck! What do you? I don't know. What is? What is that question? I mean, what are you trying to out him as a racist? Like, oh, what are you just saying that all cranes look the same? I was curious as to like, my brain's not working correctly, but I was curious as to like, how do you know it's the same? Because it. Sorry. I mean, we we've never seen more than one. I'll tell you that at least it could be. A series of them, and it's just a pit stop, like it's just a, yeah. <laughs> a different frame of the bird as it goes along. Um, I figured trains were like a tropical animal, honestly. To begin, so. I mean, <laughs> I'm shocked that there's one. No, it's a, it, they're like kind of a, a wetland, marshland mm. animal, and so Chicago being a swamp, that's kind of where it goes. But uh, and just beyond that, when you're eating your lunch, you're literally just looking out at a fucking hobo camp. <laughs> <laughs> And like it's it's a whole thing set up, and so I, you know, there's like animals and like cats wander around, and this is a little like unoccupied square, like a little forest. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I will I'll bring by food and leave it for the hobos. And I was watching this cat moving around there last year, and when I was bringing by food, I left it for the hobos. I noticed that there's the cat bones. <laughs> by the fence, but they were still too meaty, and so I waited seven months, and I came back with some scissors <laughs> that I took from the office, and uh, I, I took back all of the bones, and now I have uh, a freshly harvested cat skeleton. Nice. nice. That's pretty cool. Did you, you put it back together? In, no, in I didn't cat? get enough of it. Um, ah. You have to... to get, there's a class you can take to do that because you have to know a lot about how to do it. Do you at least get the skull? Yeah, skull and the teeth and the tail and stuff like that, so... That so you can make like a snake cat. Yeah, I mean, really yeah. wanted. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be a fun thing to do. Is yeah. to like do anatomy wrong. Yeah, yeah. Just get a bunch of different kinds of bones and be like, yeah, this cat had three dicks. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that shit would fucking sell. <laughs> yeah, I feel that's that actually sounds awesome. There like was skeletons of creatures that didn't exist. Yeah, that. I yeah. mean, there's a whole thing. Bailey did it. Yeah, yeah. The I mermaid mean, was originally like half cat, yeah. half fish, or whatever. They just glued to get for monkey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They had um, 
a morbid museum in New York that I was able to see before they, they uh, shut down. And they, there's a whole thing of like, I think it's in middle America where they just do like, cause during the winter, there's fucking nothing to do when you're farmland mm-hmm. people. Um, they just start playing with skeletons. Well, what they would do is they would taxidermy mice and they did it like right. so well this. that they have a whole wedding reception. Yeah. Of like, f- like rows of forty mice sitting in pews. They have a whole like mini church set up, and then they've got, a, they're all each one of them wearing a different outfit. Mm-hmm. And then there's the bride and groom mouse, and like a priest mouse, and there's the choir mice, and they're all like, not just taxidermied, but like posed, and they're holding like little like psalters and stuff like that, like singing. That's shit, amazing. Yeah, shit's one weird, guy, man. One mi- mouse is like drinking out of a flask. Yeah, this kind of quietly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like goosing, I'd hope so. But yeah, goosing some lady. Yeah, yeah. That's how. Um, that's pretty much how Ed Gein got started, though. Pretty much like to bring him up again because we were talking about him earlier. <laughs> but like something you're you're trying to get at with us. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like it's just extreme boredom <laughs> and like no, like that's what part of it is. Like, yeah, just like you have all this potential meat and leather that <laughs> yeah. you just gotta why not make a couch i mean that's that's kind of the thing for me is like i uh i i need stimulus basically mm-hmm. constantly you know because i'm if i'm not writing the book then i'm working on the tarot deck and if i'm not doing that then i'm designing merch then i'm cleaning you know or or i'm working on collage stuff or i'm designing this that and the other so i'm like i'm i have a constant need for stuff to do and so when you run out of those things and you're like well what's the next biggest strangest thing that i can do Mm -hmm. and that uh often is a uh you know for me i've I've got a lot of human teeth and now i'm trying to figure out how i can make those into you know jewelry and stuff like that so you know um there's a woman that sells dolls with human teeth in them and it's like one of the creepiest fucking things i've ever seen on the oh, internet yeah, no, they're real weird yeah. yeah yeah these are all like harvested from people uh i mean of course but uh they're like uh, the uh, extractions extractions oh, okay so, like so like they had they were like they have molars in them or like or not molars cavities cavities yeah. and they're uh like there's some like plated ones in in metal and stuff how'd like you that. find like w- just know a dentist Oh, and they're like, uh, I was just going to throw this away anyway. You want it? Yeah, I mean, dentists. It's like coffee grounds that you yeah, can get exactly. for your garden. But yeah. Teeth. Just <laughs> dumping that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> just go digging around. That's awesome. Yeah. I want to know how that conversation got started. Was this your dentist from when you were a kid? or like? No, it's just a dentist I met when I'm in Chicago. Oh, and, shit. Uh, dentist that, uh, that, uh, that needed some pills, and I had some pills, and he had oh. some teeth, and so here we are. So That makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, dentist got a homework to do yeah you know so um but yeah i mean I, for, for being a handful as a roommate i think it's a lot of just the morbid stuff um I, I get a lot of morbid gifts my dad bought me a bunch of books about hitler um but you know i as far as i i try keep it more or less clean um <laughs> but it's you know are they like collector's books or my dad my dad buys me just <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a thing because he bought me this is a this is a joke I do for stand up, but it's true. He bought me a broken clarinet. Uh, he brought me a a broken harmonica, a broken accordion, a broken French horn. I don't know why 
I have all these. I don't play any of these instruments. And so I just have like this increasing supply of just shit that he finds in antique stores. And he's like, mm -hmm. oh, the son's not going to hate me for buying this. And so he'll <laughs> buy that. And uh, now I have all these old uh, instruments. And I have like uh, a, a robe from the the Order of the Odd Fellows, which was a uh, not an offshoot of the Freemasons, but it was the guys that weren't allowed in the Freemasons because they, <laughs> they were like, they didn't meet the, the qualifications or whatever, um, what? made their own um, order. Because like the Freemasons, the whole idea that they're like this crazy conspiracy cult is like not, I mean, there's not a whole lot of truth to that. Mm -hmm. um, but it was, the, it was back in the day when, when, fraternities would just like fraternal orders would just come together and they'd just have a bunch of guys hanging yeah. out doing skull things. and crossbones skull and crossbones it's like a bowling league essentially yeah it, it really was you know, yeah pre-bowling bowling league um so i have one of their robes and a bunch of shit i stole from a catholic high school but you know that stuff can be they've they have some like i don't know they have really dark shit like in Catholic like Catholic art and oh, stuff yeah. like that. I like, love it's... Catholic art. Yeah, that's my one of my big inspirations. Because when I was in Ukraine, I was just going to all of the the Orthodox churches because like, oh I, yeah, there's something it's a lot of Gothic stuff. If there's something about like, I don't know, like American churches are just like they're so utilitarian. You mm -hmm. know, it's just like rows, books, crucifix, we're good. Um, but in like these fucking monasteries that have been there for 500 years where you walk in and it's literally floor to ceiling gold. Yeah. Because they, they have, um, what is it? It's the, the, it's not iconoclast. It's, um, I don't know what it is, but it's just this wall of all of the saints that they worship there. It's like St. Michael fighting like the, the dragon and all these different scenes from the Bible and it's all painted and then everything but the people is just plated in gold. And it's just like unbelievably beautiful stuff. Unbelievable <laughs> decadence, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> they had hundreds of years to do it. Exactly. Like, yeah. American churches are just like, ah, let's just, like you said, yeah. everything's streamlined. Well, because, you know, you want to save, you don't want to spend a bunch on the church because you yeah. need to make, you want to make money. Yeah, because in Europe, they actually believe it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in here, it's just it's just a, a, a we know it's bullshit. Yeah, it's just a wing of the of the GOP. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's not uh, it's not an actual faith. I mean, yeah. it's a faith in so much as it's a something that you can use to make other people miserable. Yeah, and I think that's a functional definition. I feel like there's like a I feel like there's a certain age though where people get where they're just they're kind of close enough to death where they just become. They just go full believer, like they go European believer, mm -hmm. and just because they have to. I feel like a lot of them, yeah, tight. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't sneeze. <laughs> I, 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 it was a. <sighs> I'm not. I should never be allowed to speak to people. <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is like one of the more morbid things in like that you have in a jar? What are some of the jar things? Jar things. I mean, chickens and and uh, I got a pretty big puppy that I don't think it might have been the stillborn. I don't know because uh, it's pretty big. Its eyes haven't opened yet, but that's mm. most puppies don't open their eyes for a little bit after they're born. Mm -hmm. Um, a kitten. Um, I have like 
stuff that I got out of these old uh, abandoned grade schools in the middle of Nebraska, um, my old like science kits and stuff like that. Um, like lots of bird and mice. What's in a science kit from the fifties? Um, it's you know it's like like regular um, chemicals that you'd use for like dye testing and stuff like that. Um, but there's what is it's the the it's shit that you put on it it melts through stuff. Uh, I can't remember the name of the chemical. Uh, Hydrofluor- hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid, and there's another one that starts with an S. That's good. Give that to kids. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> oh this, no, this there was, was there was older stuff that had like little pieces of uranium in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not your, it's not enriched. You can just buy uranium. I know, yeah, but, but it's still it's still like it's still wild. It's, it seems crazy to yeah. give that to kids. Yeah. I, so if it's what? I, okay, I'm not gonna ask. It's this not question. like it's not weapons grade. No, but it's not like if it's not enriched, you can't get cancer from it. I feel like you could, I, you can. you probably can. Yeah, you <laughs> like can if you swallow it. The, you're gonna fucking fall apart. <laughs> in the Southwest, there were uh, Native American tribes that um, would make plates out of. Uh, this particular soil mm-hmm. that they would find in, in the mountains that uh, was, glowy soil. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like this bright vermilion, and then they would make uh, like these plates out of it, and it's, it's just because it was unrefined uranium mm-hmm. ore. And so, like, there's a whole group of Native Americans that have just been giving themselves like bowel cancer <laughs> Jesus for generations, and they never knew why, and it's because of well, uranium. even like uh, Americans did that. They have a type of glass that's like mm-hmm. uranium that you can like glows in the dark. Yeah, and there was a p- glassware where people were eating shit. Yep, in the twenties. And, oh, and, and of course, there's all the radium girls that yeah. would oh, yeah. paint that the would watch paint dials. the watch dials and, and so like their like lips and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, her their jaws would fall off. Yeah, just crumble yeah. out of there. Well, heads. their lips would glow first, yeah. and uh-huh. then yeah, the eating away at the. <laughs> No, that was just that was just 1920s cum was making yeah. it glow, and what was the the Dust most cum. terrifying part of it all is that it's not that we didn't know, like the the people knew they yeah. just oh yeah it was like the the managers of the the plant just said like no it's fine just keep going mm-hmm. and they would be wearing face masks when they're down there <laughs> it's totally safe for you to ingest the stuff that I don't even want to be around to yeah. breathe you broads are okay going to be yeah. okay. <laughs> It's just, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's something far beyond treating women like second-class citizens. It's just, like, using them as just, like, living engines to, to accomplish these horrible... For just a fucking watch. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this, you don't need that. We just need men that yell the time mm-hmm. on every street corner. <laughs> it would be safer. We would save so much money on watches. Yeah. I go through two or three watches a week. <laughs> but they are Burger King, <laughs> Simpsons promotional watches. Oh well, those those are those are collectors' items. Yeah, I, I just bought a whole crate of them off of eBay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! All from 1998. Mm, with Bart's face on it that Bart, you open and, up, and it's all whitened, it's like sun whitened. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it was red, but now it's yeah. like this weird orangey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just crumbles. It's Eat my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. But I, I just want to state for the record okay. that I've planted, I've got a lot of flowers blooming in the front of my apartment. And I also, oh, well, the other thing that I do that I can tell <laughs> that my that my my roommate might might be bugged by, he doesn't speak up by anything that I've done. So either... 
I'm not as much of an asshole or he's not uh, good at, at confrontation. Um, but what I have, uh, I, I burn a lot of the Catholic incense, like mm-hmm. the dragon's blood and the, the, the myrrh and the frankincense and stuff like that. Do you so, have a ritual? Yeah, I've got, like, the, I've got the, nice, the, nice. the sensor that I, I bang around and stuff like that. I used to do um, that for a show. Yeah. I, lo- I love those. Yeah, I, ha- I ran a show called uh, Joke and Dagger, which is mm-hmm. a comedy black mass. Um, I did apocalypse comedy where I did come in like as a murderer, like in a cloak and waving. I literally did the same thing. We should hang out. <laughs> if you're not if you're not booking any shows, I'm looking to start up a show. No, I I got kicked off and then the show got canceled, so <laughs> I'm free. Yeah, well, let's fucking hang. <laughs> I have a po- scythe. We can do apocalypse it. Apocalypse dagger comedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apocalypse. That, that sounds like a fucking album by Nightbringer. Absolutely. <laughs> um. I, you know, I, I just want to specify that while I have <laughs> a lot of dead things in my apartment, mm-hmm. my apartment smells good. There are a lot of live things There's also. There's a lot of live things going on in this apartment, <laughs> you know. You can fuck in this apartment, and it won't be that scary. Right on. <laughs> For the record. Well, in the bed, in the room, you can't, yeah. can you fuck in the living room around all the, the yes. jar puppies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah. What are you? It's the cycle of I, life. I mean, it's like... It's, I'm, I'd be fine with it. I'd... Yeah, wow. you're, dude, I lost my virginity in a room that was covered in rabbit shit because the chick had pet rabbits. Like, I, I'm desensitized from the start, so... Yeah, you, you ever <laughs> think about, like, all of the... Like, the first time that you fucked or the first time that you were intimate with somebody and you just think, like, if that had been age-advanced now... Like how you would absolutely see a thousand fucking red flags. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> like I made a rule for myself that I'm I'm 28 and I can yeah. never again sleep with a woman that's got Christmas lights in her bedroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, mattress can't be on the floor anymore. Cannot be on the floor. You know yeah. what I mean? Like That's she a needs 25 to year old Hang up like. her bras. And it's like yeah. not. Or like at least put them away. It's not about like controlling somebody it's just like uh, it's it's evidence that we'd be on a different path yeah. in our life well that I, and you're you're an adult now you're yeah, growing up i hang up my shirts yeah yeah i clean mm-hmm. to a certain degree well you know <laughs> there's still 30 to shoot for yeah don't put don't, yeah, don't, the, get, don't put too much on it's the messy not dirty thing yeah. right uh, yeah that's the line See when I come back, I'm I'm, I'm I want to go to uh, Bhopal, India, where there's the Bhopal chemical disaster. I was gonna mm-hmm. say, is there radiation there or what? Was that? No, it was a bleach, right? It was it, ca- it was a it basic was a chemical, pesticide, pesticide. And they had all of like these insanely strong poisons. Yeah. Uh, and then they just, just got into the water. Supply. Well, no, they just one of them just exploded and like six thousand people died, and then four thousand people went blind. Because mm-hmm. the the gas that it released was heavier than air, so it just everybody, all the kids. Oh, good. Went, yeah. So. So if you were tall, you were safe. Yeah. <laughs> all the fucking Indian so Yao Ming's walking yeah, I was around. Say. Like, <laughs> I don't see what the big problem is. <laughs> yeah. The guy on the old timey bicycle, just like I, people are being very dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> the big wheel bicycle. <laughs> Dude I don't know what all this s- complaining is about. <laughs> one clown on stilts being like, where the fuck? Yeah. Oh. The only people left are the circus. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what's uh, we're probably, I don't know where we are on time, but uh, we're good. We're, yeah. what are the other people saying? Like, what are the other, uh, 
I don't listen to your fucking podcast. What <laughs> no, we haven't even put released it yet. Episode, yeah. so we're okay. I'm getting a, a backlog so that we can, yeah. uh, I can be lazy later. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Crank all that it's shit. not lazy. It's efficient. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's the word. There's fucking three people in the waiting room <laughs> waiting yeah. to talk to you about their <laughs> shitty roommates. And to get some of those highlights magazines for yeah. out mm-hmm. there. Playgirls. Yeah. Yeah. Playgirls and weed. That would be a good or I mean, yeah, that would cover the bases, I think. Everyone's bisexual at this point in the comedy scene, so. Wow. You would have to buy it. Oh, man. You look more. Yeah, I don't. You look more fluid than he does. (laughs) You look like. I look solid. You just think about hunting and beef. (laughs) Yeah, the last last guy that we had, uh, him and I just talked about knives the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our collection of knives. I have. Two old Nazi daggers. That's well, who this. doesn't have an old Nazi? Like, seriously, yeah. like I have that. Like, yeah, for sure. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I don't have a whole lot of that old, like, military stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. I gave a lot of that shit away, but uh, yeah, definitely got a lot of bones. Yeah, yeah. bones. I figured. How do you, oh, go ahead. How do you um? How do you uh, uh, preserve the stuff in the jars? Oh, that's just, that's just how I acquired them. I traded a bunch of merch oh, for some bones. Oh, okay. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, you know a lot of weird guys. <laughs> I know a lot of people with, like, uh, veterinary or medical positions. So, right on. Yeah. People, uh, you know, one, it, it's funny because once you, once you get enough of a, a following, mm-hmm. you, you realize that you know a little bit of basically everybody. <laughs> uh, so I, I, if I ever needed to, I've, I've got somebody who can uh, acquire like frozen fetuses and things like that. So um, it's a good way to live, you know? Yeah, you got a guy. It's the the perpetual or like the the, the I got a guy guy. Yeah. Everyone needs an I got a guy guy. I'm like uh, the pawn shop guy. I'm I'm talking to my guy that's... that's, uh, You got any fetuses? I got a guy that knows about some some fresh fetuses. fetuses. (laughs) I'm looking for a guy that can uh, give me a price on these ancient cuneiform tablets. I got a guy for that. We know, but um, yeah, just you know, it's like it's just a long uh, process of just bringing in um, uh, f- further morbid. Has uh, has anyone ever said anything about I got it? All the wheelchairs too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just thinking off the top of my head. Wheelchairs. Yeah, wheel- wheelchairs. Plural. Well, I left two wheelchairs back home in Omaha, mm-hmm. and I took the nice one. I've got like big. Like padded one that's recliner wheelchair, just in case, yeah. just to sit in. Is it like comfortable to just sit and yeah. watch TV in that? Yeah, it's more or less. You know, <laughs> uh, it's is that your furniture? Is the furniture the wheelchairs? I I've got like legit and like a cabbage. dentist chair. <laughs> I the a one, dentist chair would be fucking cool. Yeah. I missed. I didn't have a way to get it home, but I there was a full on like 1950s gynecological examination chair, <laughs> and I missed the shot. I was not able to get it home, uh-huh. but fuck, it was a good price. And goddamn, imagine just owning a chair that you can just like crank back and fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. I'm yeah. just taking I'm a minute to, for us yeah. to pause and, and imagine <laughs> that <laughs> in in the. The flash of silence where I just talk about <laughs> fucking in a chair. No, I like it. Just yeah. like put your feet up. Yeah. Just like have it spread it already, man. That'd be, like so, either way, that'd be fucking awesome. Hell yeah! It opened the dating pool too, because you could date anybody even if their 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 lower body doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. You dated a 
Did, did the wheelchair come in handy? The, the, you did. No. I've okay. not fucked in that wheelchair. Okay. I don't think. I've fucked in a lot of things. <laughs> I've fucked in an abandoned school. Yeah, at that point, you just... Once you start kind of going down of like it, weird places, then you just have to. I, I mean, feel like you gotta like, oh, it's a abandoned house. It's a that's a there's a car. It's unlocked. It looks like <laughs> for abandoned car. It's just funny because like when I was first fooling around with girlfriends, every time that it happened was like burned into my memory because it was this utterly new experience for me. It was fucking like skydiving. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I remember every single time. And uh and then once once you've had it with it with a few different people, it just kind of becomes this uh, appendage of your life that you can do in various uh, places and things like that. And so like I for a long time got into abandoned buildings and I for a long time have been fucking. So eventually you just kind of end up combining the two. <laughs> you know, you you fucking an old church. Yeah. You know, um, just fucking a graveyard. You, I mean, you just, you just fuck. This is part of it. Yeah. I mean, like you wouldn't. It, it's, you don't feel weird. We're eating your dinner at the table, for your whole life, and then you find yourself eating your dinner sitting on the hood of your car. That's not that crazy. So fucking yeah. an abandoned church. Well, it's. I feel like it's tougher to get ladies to do. I like, you know mm, I don't know I don't about know. that. I look no? uh, mine just too reserved. Yeah, like you I'd, gotta know where to look. I look the way that I do, right? Yeah. I, I look kinda frightening. Um but I will say that um I've I've had this odd uh, I I'm, I'm very soft man and I you know, um I, I don't wanna ever make people do things that they don't wanna do. Um and it's it's amazing just how readily I've I've been like hanging out with somebody that I like and I'll be like, well, what I was going to do today is there's this really beautiful abandoned building that I was going to get in because I was going to try to see if I can steal some stuff from it and take some photos. And um, women will agree to go with me into an abandoned building in a part of town that they've never <laughs> been in with somebody that they literally just met. And I'm like, I almost want to say, don't tag along because it's this is not a behavior I want you to repeat. I'm not dangerous, right? Like, I'm not yeah. going to pull anything right. at all. But, but the kind of people that... If you're willing to do it with somebody that looks like me, somebody that's charming and and looks better was is clearly going to be able to get you. Like, I'm going to go to this volcano and you yeah. want to come with and then the <laughs> next thing you know you know why do i keep getting myself into these situations god damn it yeah that's uh so when i started to go back to this but when you were like when you were going around like to chernobyl and stuff like that like where do you stay like were you staying in the towns themselves i like I, we we land in kiev the capital city um and we just fucked around there for a few days and then we go from there you get on a bus in Kiev, and they take you out to the um, the first uh, uh, checkpoint because there's a twenty kilometer and a ten kilometer yeah. checkpoints, um, and, and each one is different level of guards and yeah. And the last one you need to take a a, a radiation pill or something, right? No, or like that's only if you've been really exposed. Okay, because that's the iodine, and it kind of concentrates it so you can pass it out. Um, 
but the you go through and there's these um they call it hotel chernobyl technically it's not hotel chernobyl <laughs> um it's like they named the different hotels after like significant things i can't remember the name exactly of mine but uh it's interesting because it's the place is still completely on lockdown, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no tourism involved. It, the whole thing, you know, it's got the exclusion zone. It's got the cordon. Um, and so you go there and, like, you get a... Like, Wait, so if there's no tourism, how are you there? You're technically signed in as a science advisor. Huh. So Did you have to, like, fake... Uh, papers that you're a scientist i mean it's it's kind of the same thing as just like getting like a, med- a medical weed card where it's like yeah i have glaucoma and yeah you have mm-hmm. to just sign that and it's like literally everybody lies because that's it's just a part of the it's like the how the irs can sometimes tell you how to lie yeah you know yeah um, like they're they're in on it too they're looking yeah, the other way because they well they also know that this is exactly how people Treat the system. Treat the system because yeah. they can't control the laws and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so once you get in, you know, you have the first full day where you go through um, like the first abandoned cordon zones, which are like if you've ever been in Nebraska and Iowa, it's kind of the same thing where it's just kind of lots of empty fields and stuff like that. Um, and you can kind of explore around there for a while. And uh, then you go uh, through Chernobyl 2 um, and then from there you go to the Duga, which is the abandoned radar station. Um, there's a little town attached to that. Then you can go from there to the um, the the kids' playground, um, which is all of like the campgrounds and stuff, where they have yeah. a lot of the the famous uh, graffiti or not the graffiti, but the the paintings of like uh, Russian cartoon characters and Ukrainian cartoon characters, which is interesting because a lot of those were because um, Disney was the big cartoon uh, during the Cold War, or uh, the cartoon producer during the Cold War. Um, and they were popular almost world round, all around the world except for within the Iron Curtain. Mm. And so the um, local artists and, and um, animators and designers basically made their own version of that. And it's interesting because they will have like like how Mickey Mouse just, is yeah. just like a man with a mouse head, basically. Yeah. You know, he's got the fingers and the hands. But in Russian and Ukrainian they didn't have that sensibility. And so it's it's like they're very much more anthropomorphic or, or less anthropomorphic, but they're more like animals that have more expressive faces. You know so it, I mean? so it Mickey Ma- like Mickey Mouse looks more like a mouse. Exactly. <laughs> um, similar to your taxidermy mice yeah exactly um, analogy earlier this whole episode is mouse themed um, <laughs> and so we'll title it something like that yeah you you, you mice and mice you fuck around there for a bit um the, there's a whole quiet forest that you you kind of wander around in um and then from there then you go back to the um the hotel you like they give you dinner and everything it's actually quite good um but you are the whole hotel is locked down because you can't get out Mm. um so they um then you know the the next morning comes around and as just as the sun rises you go out and then you go into to pripyat and stuff like that Mm. and then you get to see like the iconic um ferris wheel or anything yeah you got to see the ferris wheel it's much smaller in person um, oh, damn. And what's interesting is that that Ferris wheel never actually worked. I know they <laughs> never, they didn't do anything. They yeah. it, it was day one. It was like, literally 
April 26, 1986 was the opening day of that <laughs> playground, and the and the explosion happened hours before the opening actually yeah. started. <laughs> At least it wasn't hours afterward. Right. Exactly. Uh, well, well, the yeah. explosion happened, and like then they told everybody about it. Like, right? Like, yeah, the explosion happened, and like, yeah. but the that that playground was or the the amusement park was never yeah put into to function. But yeah, they have like whole um what they think of as shopping centers, but what we would think of as just like a bodega, I guess. <laughs> um, and it's 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 amazing because like they have like. Their shopping carts are like, I mean, tiny. They're they're like they're maybe like two two three feet long, and like you could fit four of them inside an American shopping cart. Well, that's just they're like the, the mini carts that yeah. they have at Whole Foods. Yeah, like the little baby mini. When you're carts. trying to be dainty. Yeah, oh, yeah. I feel um, like that's just European sensibility, though, compared to yeah, American. May, maybe I don't know. Um, I didn't get to see a no, whole lot. Just of the it. essentials. Yeah. Uh, but it's also know. because like you live in this apartment and then you go down to the market and you just get what you need. Yeah. So, well, that makes sense in a New York point of view. Yeah. Fuck, that'd be nice. But um, yeah, then you get us. I mean, the the thing is, is like, I only spent two days there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like any time that you've ever traveled to like fucking, you know, any city, um. Like you can do Denver in a few days, right? Because you can you're really just gonna see the cool things. You're gonna see that crazy horse and you're gonna look in some museums. Then you can go home. But the thing is with like with Pripyat, it's like every fucking inch of that place is just dripping with history. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you can go to the the, the places where they will explain to you, like, well, this is where they had buried uh, some of the helicopters that they had used to clean out the the initial explosion, or like you can go to the claw, which is the the claw that they used to dredge out the radioactive dust. And they had to bury that stuff because those things then were radioactive after helping in the cleanup. Well, with I'm, the the I'm scary dumb. part I have of to that. say it out loud. <laughs> You're shaking your head at me. I'm not I know shaking I'm your dumb. head. I'm not. <laughs> That's just delirium about. tremens. He's just he's just shaking. Um, well the. They had the, it's called the truck cemetery, the truck graveyard, where they just had like, I mean, just it's enormous fields, like acres of every bus, car, truck, vehicle, helicopter, airplane that they used during the uh, cleanup and the, the well, whatever the process was, the evacuation mm. of Pripyat. And all of them were so radioactive. A lot of those buses were actually sent back into circulation in Kiev because they just called in all of the buses from Kiev <laughs> and just said, all right, we're using you guys to get everybody out. And they did that, and all those buses are now radioactive in there in Kiev. But all, all of the tanks and stuff that they used during the, the cleanup process, they just left in these open fields. And I asked the tour guide, is there a chance that we're going to be able to see the truck cemetery? Because I've always wanted to see that. And he said, no, it's gone. They've all been stolen. <laughs> What? The, all of them. Like, Don't they have like what you're talking about? Like every like 50 uh, kilometers or whatever, they have like a, a, a barrier or something? Yeah, guarded by men. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. So just let them. Yeah. I mean, like it, it's. Throw them a couple rubles or whatever. Yeah. They're, they're, they're called, uh, they're called stalkers. And um, that's the. The name of that video game. It's yeah. the name of the video game. That's that's half the reason why I went to Chernobyl is because I played this video game called Stalker for mm-hmm. my whole fucking childhood. But it's yeah. it's based off of the book Roadside Picnic. Mm-hmm. And then there's a classic Russian film by Tarkovsky called Stalker. And it's 
it's eerie how similar it is to the um, to the disaster. Because in the book Roadside Picnic, the idea is is that uh, they never really I don't think they really describe exactly where it happens, but there's this um, event, some kind of extraterrestrial uh, thing happens, and now there's this whole area of uh, this country that is cordoned off and nobody can go in there because there's just anomalies that they can't explain mm. where like they'll find uh, a disc like this metal disc and then like a foot away there's another metal disc and when you pick them up they're invisibly connected you can pass your hands through them they'll put them to freight engines and they'll pull them and push them apart but they just they're just stuck Mm-hmm. Just two floating objects stuck together mm. that you cannot get them closer. You cannot push them further further apart. Um, and there's like there's like uh, anomalies where you'll walk through and then suddenly uh, like so, a 500 degree shaft of heat will just shoot up from the ground. Or there's like electricity that's moving in a circle in the air forever. And there's just all these horrible things happening. Um, and that so sounds like magic. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because like <laughs> a lot of this stuff. They, they build up this whole significance of it, like these magical, incredible things that are happening in this zone, uh, this cordon zone. And then part of the book is just them saying, uh, well, it's not that this alien race came here to give us these artifacts. This is their trash. They, they just ch- stopped on our planet for a roadside picnic. And then they went off on their... And when you go to Chernobyl, there is a bar there that's called Roadside Picnic <laughs> in in Ukrainian, and I thought that was the coolest fucking thing. That's awesome. But that's but not- yeah, the 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 Duga radar, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's oh, fuck. I, I don't have the exact size, but it's fucking enormous. Like think of like a radio tower, right? Mm-hmm. Now think of a hundred of those just shoulder to shoulder, and then every single one of them has like ten to fifteen of these um, like radio receivers on it, right? Um, and so they're all they're all stacked up, and then when you you come around, I mean, it's just like it you can't take one full photo of it because it just can completely fills your field of vision. And then when you come around, all of those enormous radio receivers, which are basically like imagine parking two minivans bumper to bumper, they are that long, mm-hmm. and they're maybe five ten feet tall, um, and half of them have been sawed off with angle grinders, <laughs> and they've just because men will just go up there with an angle grinder. And I you get good TV. Yeah, and they'll, they'll, just, they'll just grind them off and then just watch them fall silently through the night and just <laughs> into the sand, and then they'll somehow drag them through the Ukrainian forest and then just sell them to scrap metal yeah. providers. I so, get it, yeah. yeah. And Ikea actually <laughs> just bought the rights to a, a, a Chernobyl forest, so they're, they're going to be using... Um, Ikea is... They use a lot of, like, protected forests and like a lot of illegal logging to to make all their cheap shitty furniture nice including right. including chernobyl so that <laughs> cell phone might give you fucking yeah, yeah. radiation thyroid yeah. cancer or something yeah oh that's delicious that's fantastic that's that's why they're pushing like the, they're uh, pushing for it to be the uh, unicef world heritage site so that way they'll have like like kind of a, a more protections of keeping you know, fucking IKEA from coming in and and yeah, and so you can't make toothpicks out of the fucking trees or shit like that. Yeah, like that's the for sure. I was that's I was just thinking that for a sec. This might be the dumbest thing I've ever thought, but no, I've thought of dumber. Um, the that it just like if one of those things happened here, I feel like like 
did did they have any this is dumb uh did they have any sort of like evacuation like i feel like that would be like a recreation thing like one of those like civil war recreations there where they would have for tourists to do like their were like they're timing the evacuation or something like that and have people recreate like or like have the experience it's like this is a chernobyl evacuation experience <laughs> not that i know of but there's a lot of weird things that happen with the evacuation because when you go around in chernobyl especially in like the in in the abandoned grade school there's the gas mask room which is where like these uh, some stalkers had gotten into the basement and they mm -hmm. dragged up these huge crates of gas masks and just like spread them all over the floor a lot of the tourism stuff in chernobyl is like it's kind of manufactured for interesting touristy stuff. Mm. And so like, oh, we're going to go, oh, let's say here. And then you go there and it's like all of the creepiest possible things that you could find. <laughs> if you had gone to the other one, it's just going to be an empty building. right? Mm. Um, and so all of those gas masks, because there's gas masks in every fucking building that you're going to find there because they were all stocked with like these evacuation supplies. None of those were used because the administration told people it's, it's not that big of a disaster. We're just evacuating you for a little bit just for safekeeping. Yeah, they're supposed you to evacuate them for like three days or something. Right. It's three days, then you'll all be able to come back. You won't need to use those gas masks. And <laughs> the thing is, is you, at first you think, well, that's fucking terrible. They're breathing in all that, that horrible, poisonous, uh, radioactive stuff. All those gas masks, the filters were made of asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> And so well, they, they didn't yeah. want to catch it on fire. I get it. Yeah. And so like there's all the the if you go on like cosplay websites or like if you on on the stalker part of Reddit or whatever, mm -hmm. they say like if you're doing cosplay for this, do not buy gas masks for any from any Soviet countries. <laughs> like don't buy your filters from any Soviet countries because all of those are asbestos filters. So. Jesus. What's the point of a filter then? That's not well. They don't. Well, they just don't acknowledge that it causes fucking cancer. Yeah. Or they uh, mesothelioma, it's, rather. Well, it's prolonged mm. use, so you know, yeah. you just use gas mask real quick. You, you know? just need one particle to lodge in your fucking lungs. It just and like then, scrapes. Yeah. And it's yeah, because it's all. If you look at it on like on a microscopic level, it's just like fucking hooks and fangs yeah. and shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It just hooks into your cells and just continues. Is it to alive? Just, no. It's, no. It's a. It's, it's a, a piece. It's a crystal. Um, yeah. And just like continues to make you bleed in a spot. It's just like a drill that just fucks with you for the oh, rest of your life. Great. Pretty much every time you take a breath. Yeah. It moves a well, little what, bit. What does that feel like? I it's just like, feel like dating anything. someone with BPD. You know what I mean? Like it just <laughs> it just fucking grinds away at you for the rest of your life. But uh Yeah, we're having fun. Yeah. I was gonna <laughs> Well, I don't know. I'd have to ask ask all my ex-girlfriends what it was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know they're all alive still emotional miso emosophilioma yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're having fun this is, a, this is a good one <laughs> but yeah no we it's, i uh, fucking ate lunch outside the chernobyl power plant and are you afraid of getting like in all of these places i mean obviously you're not afraid of getting them or you wouldn't go but like what are the likely what's the likelihood of you getting or whatever it was in in India that you were going like and picking up any of the shit and the radiation and the see with with Chernobyl it's one thing because it's um, radiation you have to think of it it's it's a wave and a particle um, and so when you go there it's it's like dust 
And so, so long as you're not doing anything that kicks up a lot of dust, mm -hmm. you're not going to breathe in too much stuff. They also say, like, don't eat anything while you're out there because the dust will get on the food and then you'll eat that. Um, but with, like, Bhopal, it's so long as you just stay away from, uh, you know, because they have, like, unexploded chemical vats that are still, like, buried in the ground um, that, you know, you stay away from there. And I, as far as I can recall, Bhopal's destruction, like, because they never cordoned it off. So it, it, it's just Bhopal is just as it <laughs> still is. there. Yeah, it's just like, it's still kind of a, a blasted. It's just like Flint. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like people still live and, and, and have kids and breathe and die in Flint. Um, but they shouldn't because, <laughs> I mean, imagine just, that. Uh, yeah. Constant, unending, just water poisoning. Yeah. Like lead or whatever. Yeah. God, did you see there was um, this footage of this, this, Fracking company, uh, like executive said that he will drink. He promised to drink the water from. Oh yeah, uh, that was the that was the mayor of Flint, Michigan. I think this wasn't in Flint. This was in Nebraska. Okay, and, was another guy did the to put himself up to it, and he didn't do it. <laughs> and so they put out a glass in front of him, and this fucking this farmer in overalls and this Nebraskan guy, he comes up and he's got this big gulp which is perfect because it's opaque, so it conceals the color. And then he's like, you said that you would drink it. And the guy's like, yes, I did. And he, he pours this fucking, like, thick, brown, amber-colored, like, fucking frack water. He's like, this is the fracking water that you are making me drink. You said that you would drink it. Now let's see. You drink it. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, fuck. It's like when, some, when, when you're in class and somebody, like, snaps back at the teacher and you're like, oh, fuck, he's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do it? Did the I don't think he did. No, they never fucking do. Oh. No, I mean they just cause the problems. Yeah, they just cause the problems. I'm not gonna acknowledge it. I like that we when you say they, you could be meaning like those fucking Irish. <laughs> could be I meaning think, anybody. I'm, I'm thinking rich people, but whenever yeah. when we say they, are like, yeah, the fucking reptiles. <laughs> it could be, man. Yeah, the fucking Italians coming in here poisoning our water. <laughs> Come on, dude. giving us heart disease. Yeah, have you been to the um, the Silent Hill town or whatever? Centralia, I do. I I want to try to go there. It's really hard to. Yeah, because they have they have gates and everything. Or they took it off the road map or something. Yeah, right? they took or? it off the road map. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of shit that's not on maps that I've snuck into. Yeah. Um. The the other thing about that is because it's burning from the underside, mm -hmm. so uh, it's just like it's completely sinking into the ground so if you're walking along you can just yeah the roads in. can just fall in i've heard mm -hmm. and there's a lot of uh carbon monoxide so <laughs> just you, constant um two of the things that i've always i'm tr slowly starting to put together a bug out bag because i don't think this country's <laughs> got a lot of time left um and one of them is i need hip waiters so i can go into like my my swamp kingdom um mm -hmm. but i also <laughs> need um not a gas mask because you need something closed circuit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need like an air filtration system that I can just have like a hood and just like in replacement tanks. So when they start like chemical bombing and things like that, I'll be able to do it. But I'll, yeah, I'll need a, a self-contained air system if I ever go to Centralia. But, or like, a, uh, what do you like? Well, like a scuba suit. Like you could, you do like an old fashioned scuba suit where you do the, like yeah, the glass the, bowl the, head. Yeah. <laughs> and just like unlimited 
<laughs> just hose somewhere else. Yeah. Just like <laughs> clean air down 50 there. Mile hose. Yeah. Somewhere. Well, like I mean, I feel like you could still. And take, then I follow like, it back and I fight the Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> and then like figure my way out from the uh, the witch's house that, that ate uh, Hansel and Gretel. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. That's uh. I don't. I, I didn't get into the I, the scary stories. I think that Hansel and Gretel is like the scariest children's story. Well, you, the like, Brothers Grimm, yeah. I think, was like a whole thing, right? Yeah, they went around <laughs> Europe and gotten all the folklore and, and mm-hmm. put it in a book and yep. sold it. Got a lot of people pregnant. Got a lot of people pregnant. God bless them. That's how you get the stories. Yeah. <laughs> you have to fuck my wife. Do you, <laughs> if you want to tell me the story, we have first, all please. the. All these great stories and so much venereal disease. Just, yeah. <laughs> just dripping with warts. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 because I'm from like these kind of blasted parts of the country, and so I kind of want to uh, just continue to explore that stuff. You know, I want to go to Bhopal. I want to go to um, Fukushima and things like that. Because there's just something uh, very interesting about like. I, it, the way that I put it, it's like you don't think about you when you're when you're well. You don't think I'm never gonna yeah I'm not gonna be sick. You know my mm-hmm. body works perfectly fine. I can go and do the run that I want to run. And I, once you get sick, you you start to think, well, fuck, I'm never gonna be well again. I can't imagine when it's really yeah. cold. It's hard to imagine that there's points in time where you can walk out in a t-shirt. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so uh, there's almost kind of like a body horror. But it's like an environmental body horror when you go to a place that uh, all of the warnings through your whole life have been telling you, like, uh, we need to respect our environment. We need to do things in a sensible manner. We can't keep doing these uh, like these these horrible, um, unsustainable things, um, you know, and, and working with fucking insanely strong pesticides and things like that. And then you go there and you see like, oh, no, all of those warnings were real. And when we don't heed them, they have measurable quantifiable and fucking terrifying results Mm -hmm. you know and there's just something very humbling about that because i i I think that was the people asked like what the most um, incredible part of the the trip was i think it was um we got into unit five so unit four was the one that exploded they were building six uh, of these reactors uh, unit four exploded and like it lost like I think it was like three or seven percent I can't remember of the radioactive dust and that was enough to um, poison all of the Chernobyl zone that we that we know and love. Yeah, the two thousand uh, miles or whatever. Yeah, this enormous amount of um, of land that's been uh, at least touched by it, mm-hmm. but it, it's it's circled the globe and everything. Yeah, I mean that's they. Ever, yeah, they find they found uh, bits of it in everywhere in America. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much anyone born past uh, when. 86 after the detonation of the first atomic bomb now right all all of the cores of our teeth have a certain isotope in them that had that didn't exist in this on this planet before Mm -hmm. oh fun yeah but that's just that's how they do like radio dating for bones and stuff like that um got a mixture of (laughs) pre-hiroshima my worlds um and like that that's like same thing with like i have a little piece of trinitite which is the mineral that was created at the site of the uh, nuclear bombs where it was a very specific mixture of sands that were exposed to nuclear mm-hmm. fire. Um, and so it's like this 
exact mineral compound only exists in the southwestern United States and literally nowhere else in the universe. Oh, from all the testing? Uh-huh. Yeah, have you seen the? Have you been to the testing areas? Like, I've not can you been go there? there. I think because there's can. like two thousand. When you see it, like in a like a, from a satellite or something, it's just like all the bombs, like all two thousand mm-hmm. holes, and it's just like what the fuck? Yeah, it looks like the intro to the movie Holes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. but there, there's this this feeling um, when you go there of just like uh, the of extreme and dire consequence and so mm-hmm. when you go up into unit five um it's this because it's this this enormous like these buildings are just the scale of them is just staggering right like the entry to unit five is uh literally the size it, it's big enough so that two fully loaded freight trains can pass through it right and so it's just this enormous iron door and you open it up and it's it's uh you just look through all the way down, and it's like the, the, this far hallway, and you can see the glint of the sunlight in the far end. <laughs> and then the the wild dogs, the stray dogs that are with you, will like they'll kind of walk around and kind of like you know they they pace around with you. And you walk into the first chamber, and it's 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 hard to explain just how massive it is. But when you look up, you can see the roof, right? But in between you and the roof, there's so much like distance between you that the sides of the walls become totally pitch black. So it's like you're seeing wow. this floating roof in the middle of a night sky in broad daylight indoors, right? And then you go up these uh these these concrete steps and you just keep going up and up and up and up. And there's a point where um there's a way that you can go all the way around through the factory and and through the reactor chamber and everything like that. Um and then you you have to pass over this gap that drops down like over a hundred feet to where the, um, the 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 train tracks are in the entry hall. And the only way to get across it is to literally walk across an I beam. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's your choice uh, of just like there's no handrails. This is a, this is a nuclear wasteland. Yeah. And so you just kind of have to like quickly walk across, or you can go all the way around. Then you see this little bit of light, and you, you're up in one of the, the first floors, and you there's this part of where they would be, like, feeding in, um, like, from a crane, they would lift up uh, supplies, and they would, like, have a door, like a hayloft door, essentially, mm-hmm. if you think of, like, a barn. Um, and then uh, it's completely blasted open, and so it's the whole place is dark. Then yeah. you, you can look outside, and it's just, you can see in the far distance, you see... The um, the new safe containment, which is the building that they're putting over the Chernobyl power plant. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they have to put a constant dome over the elephant's foot, mm-hmm. or else o- it just the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, because it just keeps mel- everything just keeps melting. It's just it's the reaction's still going. Yeah, well, and they you, they were forever, producing right? like they were producing energy until 2005. Yeah, so they were still plugged in. There were still buildings in in <laughs> Kiev that were being yeah. powered by Chernobyl. Right? Yeah. Um, and so you can get there to turn it off, right, or something? No, it's a, it's just a constant dome that they're putting over it. Mm. Yeah, because that the first sarcophagus pop. they put over it just sarcophagus, crumbled. right? That's that's the word. And then they put over the movable structure, and that's it's the single biggest movable structure ever built, and it's the single biggest arch ever built. Mm-hmm. And they put it over; it'll last a hundred years, and then they'll need to do it every one hundred years for the next hundred thousand years. And so you you go up to this window, right? And you look outside, and you can see the the containment center. And then you can see um, the Duga in the far distance. 
and then there's just industrial waste as far as the eye can see. Just ruined, um, like, the skeletons of buildings and things like that. Just unbelievable scale of destruction. Then you go up these stairs, and then you actually go out on the first level of the roof. You can't go on the top because then the, the military will see you, and you're not supposed to be in the buildings. So mm-hmm. It's illegal, whatever. And they start shooting at you. Exactly. But then you look out, and it's just, like... Because that, that one little window you look at, you, your whole field of vision is just in, like industrial devastation. Then you go out and it's 360 degrees of just man-made hell and then <laughs> limitless forests that just shimmer in the distance. And it's just like, it, it really, it's one of those moments that you're standing there and you know like, when, I, it, I guess from my experience in looking at like old medical journals, you see... Um, these old uh, illustrations from uh, like the the first color um, watercolor illustrations of, of medical journals will be like this is what uh, a cancer looks like and you'll have like mm-hmm. the 1950s man so he looks really sharp and he's handsome but then on his chest he'll have like this black twisted grotesque horrible tumor mm-hmm. and then you realize that this place is in the middle of this beautiful forest yeah and that this whole place is the tumor mm-hmm you know what I mean? And it's just like you get this sense of like the the hubris of man is what created this cancer. And now it's fighting back. And it, it's it's just unbelievable, you know. Yeah. You get it like this this um the the feeling where like you can kind of feel the camera panning back mm-hmm. and seeing your vast cosmic insignificance. Yeah. You know. Very Lovecraftian. Yeah, exactly. You know, it does it feel like a like a reverse island in set in like a sense like instead of like you're it, being surrounded by nature and like it's just like a pit. Yeah, it 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 it, it on it does because it feels very like isolated. Mm-hmm. But I think that more to your point, uh, just a second ago, I I really genuinely feel that uh, radioactivity is. Um, very Lovecraftian, mm-hmm. you know. It has um, to be, yeah, because it's it's this this it's a cosmic unknowable force that causes just <laughs> horrible horrible damage to things. Yeah, and it's like anything all, at a cellular level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the basis of that we can mm-hmm. can understand. We just play around with it like a handgun. Yeah, and it's it's it older than us, and it will last longer than us by. By a hundred trillion years. Yeah, yeah like you were saying about the sarco- sarcophagus. Like mm-hmm. you have to keep doing it every hundred <laughs> years. So like at one point we're gonna be gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it'll just be dust. But this fucking elephant foot. Yeah. It's still <laughs> gonna be like there. That's, that's burning me. a hole into the into the earth, and like aliens come by, they're like, "What the fuck?" It's like still it's smoking. What's this thing? <laughs> like that's mankind's legacy. Yeah. We this. build all these churches that last for hundreds of years. And then we casually make something that will last for a thousand times that. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a movie called Into Eternity. It's mm-hmm. a documentary, right? Because in Finland they built something called um, they took all of their nuclear waste and they're they're building this containment facility called Onkalu, which means hiding space, right? So they're digging five kilometers down into this mountain, and it's gonna it's just the digging process will take 100 years. <laughs> They started, I think, in the 90s, um, 
and they're digging all the way down and then they're building these all these containment facilities where they're going to put they have enough room for all of Finland's um, nuclear waste and then they're going to cover them with with uh, I think nickel something that's it's a non-reactive metal mm-hmm. um, then cement them all in and then fill it with concrete and then they're going to seal that place off but what the the big question of the the documentary is is okay we now have a mountain that is filled with <laughs> intensely radioactive waste. How do we communicate to people for a quarter million years, don't touch this, when we know that just 6,000 years ago, 8,000 years ago, the pyramid texts mean nothing to us. Yeah. yeah. And so there's these all the question of like, okay, so let's put it in every known language and let's let's – it's not just putting it in like, okay, put it in Chinese, put it in Hindi, put it in Russian, put it in Bulgarian, whatever. Put it in math. <laughs> put it in, I mean, that's really what they're getting at is they're saying like, okay, well, first we need to look at what words have not changed over the past 6,000 years. And they're using these root words. And so the the text they're going to be putting, they were thinking of putting on these, these obelisks that mm-hmm. surround the mountain Oh I my god, this is so nuts. Yeah, we're building our own fucking <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 very fucking Dungeons and Dragons yeah. because the text itself is like fucking eerie because it just says like this is where we found ancient fire. Yeah. This will do nothing but poison you. This is not a treasure. And it's like all of these different things that sound like they're from fucking like a Lovecraft or from, from yeah, exactly. any kind of fantasy novel. Like Lord of the Rings, like, oh, what's the word for friend or whatever? Like mm-hmm. they get into Do they get one word wrong and they're like, Oh, it says open it. It has all the world's riches. Yeah. Like <laughs> um like the like the Mayan calendar or whatever. Like, oh the world's gonna end in twenty twelve. It's like, yeah. oh the sarcophagus calendar of the of the of the of the mountain a fire mountain yeah it says to open it <laughs> it must be like the the ancient splash mountain that ah. <laughs> <laughs> we found like in a- old wisconsin <laughs> deals that's good that's a nice little gift for the well whatever we won't be there so who cares yeah, who gives a fuck <laughs> yeah. is this gonna be the the Great grandchildren of, of Greta Thunberg, <laughs> they're going to be pissed. Uh, That's all I got. Yeah, I, don't know. yeah she'll, she'll be no, I agree. Um, do you have um, you you well? You mentioned a couple things. Uh, what what are you what what are you working on that you want to plug or anything for when this gets released? Um, well, I I'm working on the third edition of my deck of tarot cards called the Tarot Restless. Um, I also have showing up at. Uh, festivals and shows. I run an art collective called Comorbid. Um, I'll be at C2E2 and a bunch of other things at Wizard World and things like that. Fucking um, awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, like, you're getting me stressed out. Yeah, fuck, dude. C2E2. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money. Um, but we'll see, we'll see if we make it back. That's awesome. Fingers crossed. And you're, what's, the, what's the website so people can website look at your just, art? It's just it. com. And then uh, you can my Twitter's it's wins of the domain, and then my my uh, Instagram is this at calculations. So nice, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Cool, the cool, the cool. eternal language. It's true. <laughs> People have tried to buy that name off of me. They've paid, tried to offer me like tens of thousands of dollars, but I'm like, no. I'm How not. early did you did you sign up for that in like the 90s when the internet started? Like, it's, it's a great name, but I guess nobody just thought of 
that one word. But people just do like a dictionary attack where they just try to find every single word because those are the most vi- like profitable. Yeah. yeah. So. And then they just squat on it and just shit. Why is that wrong business? Time. Yeah, man. Yeah, you should have bought insurance.com. <laughs> yeah, I was probably like 10, but yeah. <laughs> you could have done it. I'm just, Yeah, with my mowing the lawn money that I was saving for the Sega Genesis. Yeah. hundred bucks and Wasting once. Wasting money, dude. It was. It was a fucking... I had two games. I played them for 15 minutes, I think. All right. Uh, that was uh, Winslow Domain. Uh, that was Michael Johnson. I'm Andre Hashem. This is the Roof is on Fire podcast. Thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the haberdashery with Andre Hashem. <laughs>